Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue along here at the end now of Perek Dalad. And now the Basil Shacharim tells us something very fundamental. His Chiddush and his understanding of Tshuva. Says the Basil Shacharim, after we've spoken about that Hashem scrutinizes every deed, every action that a person does. And nothing goes unnoticed. And nothing goes without judgment. Vim Taimar. If that's the case, you may ask. Where does any Rachmanis come in? Where does compassion come in the mid of Hashem of Rachamim when you're saying Hashem absolutely judges every single action indeed? As we just said, Hashem brings to judgment every, everything. Hatshuva, the answer is, we need Midas Rachamim. As the Rashi tells at the beginning of the Torah, that Betchila Baruch wanted to create the world just with Midas Adin, just with strict justice. But Ra, he saw that the world is not going to be able to withstand and last like that. So he associated with it also Midas Rachamim. But this does not mean that somehow that this is there's an injustice to the Midas Hadin and seems to be inaccurate. Because really from an absolute strict justice point, first of all, when anyone does a sin, they should be punished immediately on the spot. Take if Right after his sin is done, he should be stricken with a punishment. Bali I'm without waiting. That's me this hadin. The gam, secondly, That punishment should be with Hashem's full wrath. The person went against Hashem, the person rebelled against the creator of the universe. And the And the third point, there should be no way to rectify the sin that was done. Because the truth is, if you think about it this way, how could a person correct, how could he repair this that he has messed up, this that he has perverted? The chet is done. What are you going to do? I'm sorry. You say, I didn't want to do it. I won't do it again. The chet was done already. There's an actual reality that was created a destruction in the world after a chet was done. Or take an example, someone who committed murder, chas v'sholem. Someone who committed adultery. How could you rectify that? How could you turn the clock back? Could you remove the action that was done from reality? It was done. It's finished. Omnam says the Messiah on all the three points he's going to address each one. Actually, addresses all three of these things that we have discussed. Number one, what Midas Sarachimim does is that it allows some time for the person and he doesn't get punished immediately. Secondly, Secondly, even when a person does get punished, it's not with its full measure and it's not to destroy him completely. And number three, and there is a mitzvah of tshuva, which is given to those sinners, b'chesed gomer, with absolute chesed of Hashem. How? Why is it chesed? Because the way tshuva works is, 
that the uprooting of one's desire, and he says, I really would never want to do that ma'isa, that remorse, that karota, I never wanted to do that ma'isa, that has the ability through the Midas Arachamim to overturn and undo the ma'isa that was done. As he asked before, the ma'isa was done, you can't turn the clock back, you can't undo it, you can't change the reality, you can't change the destruction. It's true, but in the world of tshuva, the Akira Saratsin, the fact that the person desires not having wanted to do it, and so much so that he wishes he would never have done it, and he resolves not to do it again, that itself, Hashem says, I will take that and wipe out the Maisa as well. That when a person who's doing Shuva recognizes his sin, and he declares it and confesses it, and he thinks about how bad it was, that's the vidui plus karata. Vishavi does chuva meschara lo karata gemura, and he does complete remorse. Demeikara kecharata saneder mamish, and he wants to undo it completely as if he would never have done that in the first place, like overturning a vow, like undoing a vow. Shumas nakin legami that he's completely remorseful. Indeed, he wishes that it would never have been done. And he has true pain in his heart. That And he really feels bad that he did this. So then, and thirdly, he also says, I'm not going to do this anymore. And he takes steps to run away from it. This uprooting it from his consciousness, this uprooting it from his any desire to do it again or have it done in the first place, this could count as undoing a vow, which we know that if a person has regret that he made a vow in the first place, then he goes to a chacham, the chacham can indeed undo it as if it was never made in the first place. And he's atoned for that. This is what the Pasuk says, that the Avera will be removed, and the sin will be atoned. Could take all of that was that made that destruction that was created. Besides the rebelliousness against Hashem, that Hashem can be Michael. The question the Mishra Sharm was dealing with is, but any destruction that was done, how could that be undone? Says the Mishra Sharm, the answer is that the Chet could be undone in the Metzius and the reality of it. The fact that a person is remorseful for what he did, Hashem takes that with his Midas Rachmim and undoes the past as if it was never done. That certainly is something of Chet. That's not what we would call something within the world of justice, within the world of Din. However, this we have to understand. It doesn't really contradict the Midas Hadin entirely. There's really something that we could sort of hang our hats on, where we could make sense out of it. Because when a person sinned, he had a desire to sin. He wanted to do the sin, and he enjoyed the sin when he did it. And now, he 
he regrets doing it, so he un undoes the thought, and the tsar, the pain that he has now, counteracts, takes away the enjoyment, the pleasure that he had while he did the sin. We should know just the fact that there's a passage of time doesn't mean the chet will go away. It allows him some time. It buys him some time to then do tshuva. In other words, the, the chesed of a person to being able to repair and, and fix and undo what he did before or give him time to be able to correct his ways, that is indeed chesed, but it still fits within the realm of din. Kenyan Brahma Zaka sometimes one person gives a schus to another one, like in this case, the father gives a schus to the son. Or a mikzas nefesh, kichola nefesh, Hashem will take in count, we'll, we'll do it as if partially was done, but we'll consider it as if the whole thing was in terms of punishment. Chesed allows that we can take even a little bit like a lot. But it doesn't mean it contradicts completely. There's a way that we could sort of put it in to perspective. There's a way that we could fit it into the system. And finally, he ends, but to think that Hashem will just overlook sins without anything, without any punishment, that he won't pay attention to them, that would be something contradictory to his system of judgment. Then it wouldn't be real judgment. It wouldn't be truthful. And that's impossible to find. And if there's no way that a person could save himself from these chet, in other words, if he's not going to do tshuva with his Akira's harotzen, undoing the desire through harota, undoing the pleasure that he had through being pained through his process of tshuva, then the Midas Hadin will certainly come after him. Hashem Sandam extends his anger, but that Vigovidile, eventually he collects. Someone who really wants to open his mind, someone who wants to see the truth, cannot convince himself. To always be careful at utmost in everything that he does. And to scrutinize with the utmost diktuk and scrutinization all of his actions. These are the outlooks that a person must have. The with that to acquire the this trait of Zahirus Vada in Balnefeshu if he's something someone worthy of doing that. Koltuf. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call five one six six zero zero eight zero eight zero.